Hello everyone, welcome to Cinema's Soft Underbelly. I am your host, Eugene Weaver, and if you're listening by now, you should know. The show is all about horror movies, science fiction movies, fantasy gems in the rough, early 60s, 70s, 80s movies, sometimes 90s, and sometimes all the way up to new releases. And today, I'm going to be talking about a few upcoming Blu-ray releases that I'm quite excited about, and uh, we might get into a, a couple other recently watched movies that while I would like to discuss this on my uh, other show Movie Freaks with Eric Marner um, it, it does uh, a couple of the other movies actually fit in here quite well so we'll see if we uh, if we get that far but we're going to first and foremost focus on the underbelly and the underbelly is uh, going to be very grindhousey to start with today and um, I am happy to report that uh, very shortly here, I believe tomorrow actually, uh, Grindhouse Releasing is going to be releasing a uh, a smaller uh, smaller scale Lucio Fulci movie. One that, uh, quite honestly, I am I'm happy that that they're releasing, but I am I'm surprised. That this is getting the grindhouse full on uh, deluxe version release, limited on, limited to only three thousand copies. It is Lucio Fulci's nineteen ninety Cat in the Brain. I've seen this movie several times, and uh, I may or may not have even talked about it on this show in a previous episode. I lose track of all of the crazy, crazy stuff that I talk about. Uh, having said that. This is going to be the definitive version to watch of this movie. I will say that it's already been reviewed on Blu-ray.com, and I really, uh, I really trust their reviews for the most part as far as um, when they touch on the picture quality, the audio quality of a Blu-ray, and then the extras. They, they actually review uh, – they, they have different – areas of, of review. And I really like to, like, I can always go on there and take a quick peek to see what they give the extras. So if like, for example, this movie in particular, it gets five stars out of five for the extras. Well, immediately that means several things. One, it is going to be loaded with probably hours worth of special features. And two, the special features that are on the disc are top quality, uh, features on top of the stuff found on disc, usually with Grindhouse, you you get something else. Either like for pieces, it was a uh, limited edition puzzle, or limited like slip covers, like custom slip covers. This one here has an 18-page booklet, which is reminiscent of what Arrow does. Uh, another reason why I like to collect these Blu-rays is um, is bigger budget new release movies on Blu-ray. They they you generally come in. The really, really flimsy Echo Blu-ray cases that are really cheap feeling, and there is, for the most part, there is no, uh, there's no booklet or anything that goes along with it. But for these old classics that are getting the 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 deluxe treatment from companies like Blue Underground, 
and Arrow. Scream Factory, not as much as far as the booklets, but uh, Grindhouse especially. They come out with beautiful booklets that are keepsakes. And also, uh, Grindhouse has has recently been including CD soundtracks to their Blu-ray. So for Cannibal Ferox, Cannibal Holocaust, Pieces, and now this movie. And, And it's just crazy that such an obscure title as Cat in the Brain uh, with a glow-in-the-dark cover, I might add, uh, is getting you're actually getting an, the, the audio CD to go along with it. But this thing, I can't wait to get this, by the way. Right now, it's it's currently list price is $25. I plan on spending about 20 bucks on this thing. That's Usually, I have a, a set price for, for these types of movies. Air... Uh, for the most part, Code Reds are the most expensive Blu-rays for these old, more obscure titles. They're about the the most expensive I've found. Usually, if you wait a little bit, Grindhouse, Arrow, Scream Factory, some of those different other title uh, companies, you can these movies can be had for fifteen twenty bucks. But for the most part, Code Red and to a lesser extent, Scorpion releasing here in the states, usually their movies are between twenty five and thirty bucks and. Hey, you know what? I know it's a one or two man operation. A lot of these small companies are uh, have very limited staff, so that's you know they can't. There's not much overhead, so they have to charge more. Uh, having said that, uh, you know it's one thing to be paying twenty dollars for a complete gorgeous deluxe remastered version of Cat in the Brain from Lucio Fulci versus Acapulco Gold from Code Red with maybe limited uh, special features and. Uh, maybe a transfer that is not up to snuff. I don't want to criticize. I, I, I will say this right now. I don't want to cr- criticize Code Red too much because um, that guy has been putting out tons of content. I mean tons of content. Way more, at this point, pretty much more than uh, almost all the other uh, uh, boutique labels. Uh, this guy is just pumping out title after title after title after title. And it's a lot of them are movies that I haven't even heard of. So I want to commend... Uh, I believe the gentleman's name is Bill from Code Red. Code Red Bill, that's that's him. Uh, just one title after the other after the other, and that's really cool. It's just they're they're quite they're quite pricey, so you just have to be prepared for that. If you are going to be a Code Red collector, they do have numbers on their spines, so it makes them a, a little bit more collectible. And uh, you know, I know that uh, he himself does not like this uh, when this happens, but lots of times there's hoarders that will go and buy maybe a couple of copies of his movies there, which are generally limited to a thousand copies, uh, for a run. And then they will, they'll put them on eBay and they'll make a nice pretty penny on these things because they are so expensive. Back to cat in the brain. I go all over the place here. Cat in the brain, uh, from 1990. Uh, this movie is a bizarre anomaly. Uh, cause Lucio Fulci is, he is the director of the movie, and he is the main star of this movie. And uh, Lucio Fulci has been in a lot of his other movies. Like he stars in a lot of his own movies as a you know as a cameo role or a very very minor side character. And here, he's the man. It's it is Lucio Fulci. Now, what's funny is that this movie has taken numerous clips from uh, a, another movie that he made called Touch of Death, and so we have this kind of this mishmash uh, of uh, it's just a mishmash of 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 later date Fulci stuff and uh, if you go in thinking that this is going to be another um, 
zombie or another, you know, House by the Cemetery, City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, or even New York Ripper, you will be sadly, sadly mistaken. This is not that. Uh, basically, Lucio Fulci himself is being stalked by a uh, a serial killer bent on killing people to uh, that are, are actually kind of modeling after what the director's gory death scenes in his previous movies has been. So... That's that's kind of the movie. What's cool about this is it was actually released in Italy on August 8th, 1990. Uh, and so that would have been released on my... Oh, how old was I? Was I 15 or 16 years old? Something like that. So yeah, it was released on my birthday. So huzzah. There you go. Uh, I, You know what? At this point, there is so few Lucio Fulci movies that I have not seen. This one here is certainly not top tier, and even with Grindhouse releasings Blu-ray, I have not seen it yet, so I can't comment on the picture quality per se, but the Blu-ray.com review uh, gave it three out of five stars, which for a Grindhouse release is not uh, the greatest. However, I am guessing that this comes down to the elements used for the movie. I would have a feeling that this movie would have a budget of $100,000, at least that's what it's saying here on uh, IMDb. I would guess that uh, the elements are just, you know, the film stock probably isn't that great. It's a low budget movie, a very obscure movie. So I'm guessing that they had, they did the best they could with what they had to work with. Um, but hopefully on a, on a future episode, once I actually have the Blu-ray in hand, I will talk a little bit more about my thoughts on the quality of the transfer as far and as well as the numerous copious amounts of special features on this thing. Uh, so I have watched this several times though on DVD, and I've enjoyed it every time I've watched it. It's almost interchangeable with uh, that uh, Touch of Death because there are so many scenes from Touch of Death. A lot of the gory scenes actually come from that movie, and I actually wonder if we will see a release of uh, Touch of Death in the future. I would imagine that eventually we're going to have all of uh, Lucia Fulci's movies on Blu-ray. He has fifty-two. Cra- uh, is it fifty-two? Um, let me just see here. He's got 56 director's credits to his name. And, uh, and some of them, uh, you know, it, it's a toss up as to if he actually directed that or not. I know that for zombie three, he, uh, directed some of it. And then, uh, uh, I believe that Bruno, uh, Bruno Matai. Yeah. Bruno Matai and, uh, Claudio, Forgasso, uh, they directed some of the other stuff from Zombie 3. I believe it was partially because his health was deteriorating at the time. Uh, that Touch of Death movie, though, that I talked about, um, that that Cat in the Brain actually uses scenes from, uh, Touch of Death was made in 1988, so that was two years prior to uh, Cat in the Brain. He also uh, did, right, and I'm just going to hit on some of his later year movies. And again, I've seen almost all of his movies, Lucia Fulci. There are a few, just a few that I have not seen. Um, some of his very, very early work, uh, I did not see. I know he's made some comedies, and we're talking back in the uh, very early 60s. I, honestly, I did not really get into his movies uh, until Massacre Time, which is 1966, and that is a uh, spaghetti western. That is the first 
uh, Lucia Fulci movie that I actually saw. And then from there, Lizard and the Woman's Skin from 71. And from there on, I've watched most of his stuff. There's a few here and there that I have not seen. The Senator Likes Women from 1972. Uh, he did actually a couple of kids' movies, which I actually watched one way, way, way back in the day on VHS. And I'm not sure if it was White Fang or Challenge to White Fang, which uh, one was made in 73, the other one is in 74. And I remember back when I saw them as a kid, uh, th whichever one I watched, I remember thinking, this is the worst piece of garbage I've ever watched in my entire life. It's so bad. And I have this feeling that if I would watch it now, I would probably think, that's pretty good. I like that. So anyway, I'm jumping all over the place here. Uh, back on track, though. So his later year stuff has a very distinct feel, much like his uh, his late 70s, early 80s classics do. Those all feel very, very similar. And, and uh, we're talking basically starting with even the psychic. Uh, the psychic could almost be lumped into his that, that golden age of Lucio Fulci. Um, I mean, he's got Don't Torture a Duckling and uh, Lizard in a Woman's Skin from the earlier 70s, which are two fantastic giallos. But, and the psychic is another giallo as well. So I, let's let's just say we're starting with Zombie from 1979. Zombie, City of the Living Dead, The Black Cat, The Beyond, House by the Cemetery, and The New York Ripper. Those are like his, and, in, and also in there, there was a, a mob movie called Contraband, which I didn't care for as much. Uh, but he did make that movie. And then right after New York Ripper, that's when things started to uh, slowly go downhill, at least for me. And New York Ripper was in 82, which is one of my favorite Italian giallo slashers. It is just hardcore. You got to check it out. Blue Underground released it on Blu-ray. It's, it's worth the purchase, uh, dear listener. Uh from there, and it, speaking of Blue Underground, Manhattan Baby from 1982 is going to be released by Blue Underground. Uh, so, which I, I'm not going to lie, I didn't much care for that movie, but I'll own it. Uh, I'm going to own pretty much any and every Blu-ray release of Lucio Fulci's at some point if, if it does come here to the States or is fairly obtainable overseas. There are several Blu-rays that have been released from Lucio Fulci's uh, body of work that have been released overseas that are they're simply too expensive or they're too hard to get or there's issues with them prime example is um the fantastic don't torture a duckling from 72 that got a i believe a german limited edition i think the Di uh, diabolique dvd has it for sale for like 45 bucks and that's without shipping i believe and this movie is um I'm guessing that the transfer is great, and the packaging is phenomenal on this thing. It looks gorgeous. However, it it has, I believe for the uh, English dubbed version, it has burnt in German subtitles, and that is just a, uh, that's a kiss of death for me. Paying $45 for something with burnt in subs, I don't, I don't think so. $45 is a lot of money for a Blu-ray. So I'm really hoping, obviously it, it got a remaster of some sort over, uh, I believe, in Germany. So I cannot imagine that someone in the States or even in the UK or somewhere else won't get the rights to release this. And if that's the case, then bye-bye German uh, burnt-in subtitles. Same, as, uh, same goes for The Psychic. I think that The Psychic got an Italian release, I believe. And if it did, I, I, I know it did. I know that there, there is a release for the psychic out there, but I'm not sure as far as the audio, what our audio options are and subtitles. Cause that is one thing that when these movies are released overseas, 
there are occasions to where you know, like still, let's just take uh, Frontiers, Xavier Gans Frontiers. That's been released in several different countries over in Europe, uh, and on Blu-ray. It's a fantastic French slasher, not slasher, but just a hardcore French horror movie from the uh, mid two thousands. And uh, every version thus far, that to my knowledge, has been released in French with maybe a German audio option or a Russian audio option maybe and no English subtitles uh, or English dub which I wouldn't want to watch an English dub of this movie anyway because it was filmed in French and I would want to watch it in French Uh, but that's the only way to watch it so uh, other than renting it or purchasing an HD version of it on Vudu that's your only option and the same may apply for the psychic I'm not sure I do want to do a little bit more research into that because I I did enjoy the psychic and I wouldn't mind watching that one again. Uh, but again, I, because there is a release, there is an official release somewhere in the world on some of these movies. I cannot imagine that at some point they won't come over to our shores, even if it's something like uh, Code Red releasing. And I know I know that Code Red released one Lucio Fulci movie back, actually one of their first, if not their very first release was the Voices from Beyond, which is 1991. And that was his, that was to be his second to last movie that uh, Fulci ever directed. And I gotta say, Voices from Beyond is actually a pretty decent movie. It, a very, 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 very low budget. And it honestly, if it wasn't made for TV, I, I'm guessing it, it feels very much made for TV. Shot on film though, still. But um, yeah, what's funny about the movie is it it it's like it feels like it's shot in a couple different rooms, and uh, but the story is kind of cool. It's um, a, a man is poisoned, and um, his spirit returns to help his daughter find out who killed him and why. And it's not bad. It's all of his movies have a certain charm to them, even if it's only a few scenes in a movie. They they still have something to offer. And Voices from Beyond, I I enjoyed the story. I thought it was cool. And it, it's like Voices from Beyond and Demonia and A Cat in the Brain and the, uh, the House of Horrors movie that he did, House of Clocks, which I actually quite enjoyed, they all look the same to it. It's like they use the same film stock a very cheap, it feels like a very cheap film stock versus the higher end stuff that you would see in something like The Beyond or House by the Cemetery, City of the Living Dead. And I don't think it comes to a tra- like down to the transfer. I genuinely think that these movies were shot uh, with cheaper equipment and cheaper, I don't want to say cheaper crew, but just the behind the scenes stuff on these movies I'm sure was a lot more low budget than, than his hate it. Even Conquest from 1983, which which is a sword and sandals movie, that had it was not that good, but it had an it was epic compared to some of his later year stuff as far as having a more a more a bigger budget, I guess you could say. I gotta say it's so sad that um one of the greats, and I consider Lucio Fulci one of the greats of 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 horror cinema. Uh, he did it all. I mean, he did, he did Giallo and he did great Giallo. And then he did creature future zombie stuff. And then he did slasher stuff. And, um, even his TV movies, uh, house of clocks is a really fun little movie. And cat in the brain is just bizarro. Uh, he just, 
ran the gamut of stuff that he did in sword and sandals movies, comedies, kids movies, westerns. Guy did it all. And it's it's just unfortunate that he died in uh, 1996 at, you know, he was 68 years old. But um, it was like this was back before the Internet was as big as it is now. And so it would have just been cool to have more interviews with this guy and, you know, more on screen stuff with him talking about his movies and uh, reminiscing about his projects. And there just there isn't as much out there. Uh, luckily for us, we do have a lot of the actors are still living, so we have a lot of that stuff to go on when we watch these Blu-rays. They have lots of great special features, and they go behind the scenes and talk about the special effects and what it was like working with Lucio Fulci and what it was like um, you know, working on set in the Caribbean on Zombie and you know, all that good stuff. So um, I am really looking forward to diving into Cat in the Brain. I really am. Uh, and I do hope that some of his other later stuff... Uh, gets released as well. Door to Silence was his very last movie, 1991, and I don't believe I've seen that movie. He also has another one called Hansel E. Gretel, and he was uncredited as director for that movie. So I don't know what the story is on there and how much he was involved in that. Don't know. I've uh, never seen the movie. A um, couple other movies that I have not seen, and I actually uh, I uh, helped support the 88 Films Restoration Project for... Uh, for a uh, trilogy of Italian movies that they're going to remaster. Absurd is one of them. And uh, Enigma is the other one. That's a Lucio Fulci movie from 1987. And then Massacre in Dinosaur Valley is the other one. And that movie is great. I have that on DVD. I can't wait to see that in high def with a newly uh, remastered... I'm not sure if it's going to be 2K or 4K remaster, but that is a solid Italian horror movie, uh, Massacre in Dinosaur Valley. But Enigma, I'm very, very interested in what that movie is going to be like, uh, what to what to expect there. And that was um, that one that has been known as the snail movie, I guess. There's snails in that movie. Killer snails, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to watch it and I can't wait. So but, uh, there was uh, the uh, the GoFundMe thing or whatever, Indiegogo, whatever the thing was that I that uh, that was to raise money for the restoration of these movies. It went so far above and beyond what they were originally needing to 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 do this that there was other perks added to this this deal because it did that incredibly well. So I really hope that other studios will take uh, take that and run with it as well and start getting some more of these movies that may not, that people may not think or studios may not think has a lot of sellability and then they do this crowdfunding type thing and the, the perk is uh, you chip in X amount of dollars and then you get these movies when they're released. If, if, we, if they hit the budget of the restoration project, then you're going to get these movies. And when it comes out to it, when you do the math, like what I donated to this project um, is actually, I'm going to get all three of these movies on Blu-ray and the prices of them are actually very reasonable. So literally I just, my money went to buying these three Blu-rays that once they're done restoring them, they will ship them to me. And 88 films is a great company across the pond releasing great content uh, I really like their stuff. It's a small operation, but I like to support them. They've got some great movies that are not available over here. Uh, so 
I'm looking forward to to seeing those movies, and especially that one Lucio Fulci movie that I've never seen before. I think that's awesome. So we shall see. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I can already tell that there is no way that I'm going to get to the other movies that I was going to talk about, which I will. I'm I, what I was going to. Uh, touch on as far as recently watched was Westworld and Future World. I rewatched both of those on Blu-ray um, because they are actually making a television show out of Westworld. But you know what? I think that that conversation is better suited for Movie Freaks. So make sure you tune in to Movie Freaks to hear me chime in about those two movies. I'm looking forward to talking about those because they are classics of 70s cinema, especially with Michael Crichton connected to them. Anyway, back to Back to my man, Lucio Fulci. Uh, uh, let's see here. Yeah, Cat in the Brain's gory. I can't wait to watch it. Um, uh, some other stuff that... Uh, boy, I've already talked about a lot of the, the upcoming stuff from from his line of work with Manhattan Baby, which I... That was one of the worst movies I've seen from him. I've only watched it once, and it was it was on DVD, but I remember just really hating that movie and I think that there was some behind the scenes stuff that just things didn't quite work out the way they were supposed to um, we shall see because I'll be giving that one a rewatch for sure Murder Rock actually is another one that I have not seen I'm surprised that this one has not gotten a Blu-ray release yet unless Blue Underground would uh, would get their hands on it but it is a it's another Jalo movie I think the reason that I never really went out of my way to watch this movie is from what I hear, I don't believe it's it's gory or that violent. And I like my Jalos nice and gory and violent. I think that there's it's knowing Lucio Fulci, I'm guessing it's chock full of nudity. Uh but when it comes to a Jalo movie, which is essentially an Italian slasher movie, uh what I consider them to be, I like them to be pretty hard edged, so to speak. And uh I have heard uh, I've heard that this one here just doesn't cut it, so to speak, uh, when it comes to to uh, to the gore. Uh, I think that there's lots of gyrating, gyrating half naked bodies because it all takes place in a in a, a fitness center, I guess. Murder Rock, you see. Looking forward to seeing it. I am going to watch it eventually, uh, and I am sure that it's going to get a Blu-ray release as well. Um, anyway, you know what? I'm that that's going to do it for me. I I've talked long enough about my love and adoration for the man and some of the stuff that is going to be released with his name attached i'm i still am holding out hope that at some point or another his uh his two entries into the house of horrors are released on blu-ray along with umberto lenzi's two that are significantly better i really i think that house of witchcraft and house of lost souls are definitely better than uh, Fulci's two entries into the that four-part TV series for our, from uh, Italian television, but I still would love to see House of Clocks and Sweet House of Horrors get a uh, Blu-ray release. Which I, you never know. It, they, you know, the uh, the film elements are probably somewhere over in Rome, and all it takes is a company to pluck down the money and get those things remastered and released. I'll buy them. Uh, anyway, you know what. I'm wrapping things up. I appreciate it, as always, you giving my show a listen. And um, stay tuned for more horror goodness, science fiction, fantasy goodness. Make sure to tune in to Movie Freaks, the other show that I'm on. You can find us on iTunes, of course, on FeedBurner. Give us a like on Facebook, as well as my show. I'm 
I'm on Facebook. I don't chime in too much, but I like to at least give little updates on when my new when a new episode is up for your uh, listening pleasure. Also, tune in to uh, my buddy Steve. He's got a podcast called Cinema Sidekicks. Make sure you tune in to his show uh, with uh, his buddy Ty. They talk a little bit more about some new releases, although I must say that I have really, I think personally, I take credit for this, I've introduced Steve to a lot more uh a lot more 70s and even 80s horror cinema. So um, I take credit for that. Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening. And until next time, I'm Eugene Weaver. Bye. (laughs) 